Hi, welcome to everybody at Not Your, your Average Joe. Uh, this week we have a, a special guest. Uh, we usually have always uh, actors, singer, or you know any kind of people uh, really that have interesting story to share with us. And I came across a gentleman not long ago at a charity event uh, that was actually uh, uh, based uh, here in. Edmonton, Spruce Grove, Edmonton, and that was uh, organized by uh, by this gentleman. His name is Al, and there was also a restaurant involved into this. A state of Maine, Bianca was really involved to in this kind of event that was uh, making burgers, hamburgers for uh, for the homeless, which it was really great. So I did attempt that event, and I helped them out a little bit at the end, like doing little things. But I, I had no involvement in that. Uh, it just happened that somebody invited me and all that. And I think that was a really interesting thing to do and really kind thing to do so yeah so i came across this uh, this guy uh, his name is al uh, he's from uh, originally from uh, ivory coast and he is now canadian he's here in canada and he's also a business owner uh al how are you buddy welcome to the podcast i'm wonderful thank you thank you uh, Carl. thanks for having me Oh yeah, no problem, buddy. And uh, so, so I'll uh, if I go a little bit, uh, we'll, we'll go from the beginning here. So, however, you you were involved in that charity event for a reason. That was something you really, really uh, you, you care about because uh, that was uh, for homeless. And somebody brought to my attention uh, that you've been through that path before. You've been through a harder path in your life. So, before we get there, I would like to know. Exactly. Well, you're, you're, you're from Ivory Coast in uh, West Africa, which is a beautiful country. Yes, it is. <laughs> do, 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 do you miss your country sometime? Uh, I do sometimes. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, so Ivory Coast, it's a really beautiful country and it was a, a touristic country before there was a lot of tourists that would go there. Is it still like that in Ivory Coast? Uh, uh, yes, it is. It is still the same. It is still the same. Uh, I guess people from from France and stuff like that come because it used to be a um, ex French colony. Mm-hmm, so yes. we still have lots of people coming in. Yeah. Yeah, and and you guys, you guys obviously. Well, I know I, I talked to you before. Like uh, you speak French uh, fluent, also, right? Yes. So French is my first language, I guess. So uh-huh. when I came here, I didn't speak any, any word of uh, English. Oh, is that right? Oh, so that was a whole new whole new world? A little bit of culture shock? Uh, culture <laughs> shock. I had to learn the language. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Plus the winter. Just the cherry on the Sunday. Eh? The Put, put a little bit of snow exactly. into this and there you go, you're lost. <laughs> okay, so, so you left, uh, co- you left uh, Ivory Coast. What was the reason for you to, to leave your country? What made you want to leave and do something else? Uh, I left because, I guess, chasing a better opportunity. Yeah. Um, I knew that by living there, there was a bigger world outside of the Ivory Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why I um, I left. Okay, okay, okay. Well, th- yeah, that's good. I guess, uh, as you said, eh, like it's a land of opportunities, I guess. Uh, like people would go whether uh, Europe, 
States or Canada is. I didn't know Canada was a place of choice just because our winter sucks so much. But uh, it's a beautiful country, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yes. And after, so you left, you left Ivory Coast and you uh, went to Toronto. Is Toronto was your first choice or somewhere where people told you, oh, go to Toronto, maybe you'll, you'll find something there? Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, Toronto was the first choice and also the fact that It was, I guess, the biggest city in Canada. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to learn English because I already spoke French. So instead of yeah. me going to Montreal or Quebec, I figured, okay, let me go to, if I left, if I left at the Ivory Coast, I have to go and kind of learn different things. And, you know, so yeah. that's one of the reasons why I went to Toronto. Yeah, that that's exactly what I did when, uh, when I was in Montreal, uh, being French as French spoken person as my first language. Uh, I moved on the West Coast here, uh, Alberta, for the for the Rockies and also to learn my English. I, I I was I could speak English, but not not that great. But for someone like you that leave uh, like West Africa, where I'm pretty sure there was just little people speaking English over there, so that broken oh, English, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was probably a good. Uh, but you, you know what? When you really want to learn a language, and I, I said that to everyone, if you move like you did, you did the big move, you put yourself right in the middle, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to learn it. I think it's the best way to learn anything. You know, you have to go and get dirty. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so anyway, you came in Toronto and how everything went there when, when you got there, like, was it really difficult to, to kind of arrive somewhere where you don't know anybody and trying to find a job and everything, or you had something planned already? Like, how was it for you? Um, I had no plan. I had, well, not really any plans. I didn't know anybody. So when I came in, I came as an immigrant, so I came mm -hmm. in and, um, I came in February. I think it was oh February. Oh my God. <laughs> you, really, you really choose a, a good month to, to be coming from West Africa and Canada, eh? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it was February. It was super cold. Um, didn't, didn't speak the language yeah. and didn't know anybody. So um, I guess at the airport, they kind of directed me to, I guess, a shelter. That was the first yeah. kind of... Um, Thing. And um, so I ended up at the downtown YMCA uh, shelter. I don't know if the shelter is still open at this point, but uh, that was way back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, just went from there. It's being like, because uh, I know I, I did visit shelters before uh, as a visitor. Uh, one of my, my ex-girlfriend before she was uh, really involved in like, Uh, stuff like that, like charity stuff, and uh, mm -hmm. so anyway, uh, it's not it's not an easy place to be, especially when you come somewhere where you don't know anybody. Like that, that must have been uh, a, a little hit in your on your ego, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was hard. Even though, even though you know, coming from Africa, right? So you don't expect you don't expect that. You think, okay, in Canada, everybody, I guess everybody has money. Mm -hmm. That's the image that we have, right? Yeah. So there's no such thing as homeless or homelessness, right? So That's correct. By me and and you know when I end up uh, ended up uh, there, I guess um, it was a shock, right? To oh see, my God. I can't imagine. I guess 
people my age or younger than me at the time or older than me uh, being there, right? So mm-hmm. on drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was it was different. And you're not like by any mean, uh, especially back then coming here, like you were not like obviously a drug user, like, and then now all of a sudden you're surrounded by, you know, unfortunately, uh, people with, with problems. Exactly. Exactly. So like I, I drink, obviously I, you know, I drink, still drink, but, uh, oh, absolutely. Right, but I don't. <laughs> Can- cannabis is it's legal, by the way, so you, you can also smoke cannabis. <laughs> I I do. I'm pretty open about that, and uh, yeah. So yeah, but I mean, when we talk about drugs here, we're talking about the hard drugs, the hard, you know, like the, the hard drugs, exactly, yeah. exactly. Crack, 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 cocaine, uh, cocaine, and yeah. and and and, and harder uh, drugs, right? So for me to end up there and see people. That look like me that don't look like me yeah. in this kind of position it's it's really you know it's really i had to get out that was probably oh, one of the, <laughs> how, how, how long how long did did you have to stay there how long did he left you there like that's crazy uh i stayed there for probably two no uh, two or three weeks right yeah. and then uh i ended up getting a room where I, I moved to a room, I guess, and then um, went okay, to there. Okay. But those, those three weeks were, were really, really uh, tough, I guess. Oh, um, man. But that wasn't the, was the first time, too. That was, sorry, that wasn't the only time, right, yeah. that I ended up at the shelter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, it happened, absolutely. And, oh, my God, I can just imagine, like, being in a place where you don't know, like I traveled a lot too. I went to Europe and all that, but I was, I was prepared. You know, I had a, like a, a you went there w- without knowing anything. And probably, I don't know, you probably didn't came here with a million dollars in your pocket either. So you get, you get to that position, but you, you just like, I would be freaking out. And then, and then you realize like, Oh yeah, that's true. People have money. They buy so much crack and Coke. That's amazing. <laughs> When I came in, when I came in, I had fifteen dollars in my pocket. So oh. I had three, I had three bills of five five dollars. So at the airport, I didn't know uh, when I took the bus going downtown. Uh, the fare used to be, I think, uh, two fifty. Oh wow! So I put the, the five dollar bill inside uh, by the driver, and you know, I was expecting to get changed. And he said something in English at the time, saying, "Oh, we don't give." Give change. Yeah, right? we so just take I, your I, money. Exactly. So then there was this lady <laughs> behind me. Uh, I said, okay, well, you know, kind of sign language. Oh, like, wow. you know, I was going to pay for her too, yeah. right? Yeah. So I ended up spending the $5. And then when I ended up downtown Toronto, I spent the other $5. I think at the time a pack of smoke was uh, $3.50 or yeah. $4, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I, bought, I bought a pack of smoke. And then I had five bucks left. So I bought a phone card, a pay phone card, called back home to let them know that uh, I was okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That was- That was it. Right? There, there, there's your fortune <laughs> right there, buddy. <laughs> your whole money was gone in like puff of the smoke. Paf, gone. <laughs> oh, man. What, what a hard time it was, though. I mean, uh, and that's probably why you really wanted to be involved in that charity event that, that I had. Exactly. 
You probably exactly. like you know what? We'll, we'll we'll feed these guys with hamburger, like you know. Exactly. <laughs> like how? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. After Toronto, like you you stayed in Toronto for how long? Uh, I stayed in Toronto for five years. Five years, eh? Five years. So um, five years. Well, I had to learn the language, and then mm -hmm. you know, five years, and then after five years, I said, you know what? Let me uh, go somewhere else. Yeah, let's, let's travel. And, and then at this point, I mean, after five years, you're you're working, you're you're doing better. You got stuff going on. So. Yeah, I was working, but uh, in between the five years, I ended up back in the shelter. Yeah, a oh, yeah. Times. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not the same one, but uh, different one. Yeah, uh, because I guess when you come in, it's not easy, right? Like no. you may get out for at once, like an addict or something. Yeah. Uh, you get out at once, but uh, because life is different and you're learning the whole system, yeah. so then you end up back in the system, yeah. right? So like that. And then after a while, I decided, you know what? This place here is not working for me. Yeah. You know, uh, let me go somewhere else um, and then try again. Mm. Well, t Toronto is a, it's a huge city, as you said, and you can uh, meet really good people, but you can also meet really bad people. It's, it's exactly. whether or are, right? And especially when you don't know anybody, then uh, who knows who you're going to meet up with? Who knows what's going to happen? And I totally understand that. Like when I came here uh, on this part of the country, because I was from Montreal originally, that, that I, I wouldn't compare my situation to yours, but I would say that you come to a place where you don't know anyone really. So I came here, I didn't know anyone. And I had some, uh, some good friends and some bad friends that I had to, uh, I had to uh, rule out of my life. But uh, no, I, to I totally get it. But after five years, finally, you decided to move here in Alberta? Yeah. So I had heard of uh, Fort McMurray. Yeah. So then, Land of uh, money. That's the, the, that's the land of money. Yeah. <laughs> so I heard of uh, I heard of Fort Mac and uh, I said to myself, you know what? Uh, maybe I should go there and give it a shot, right? Um, yeah. So I left everything behind. You know, I was renting a room at the time. Uh, I put everything in a storage. Everything that I own at the time. Um, yeah. I, I quit the job that I had, and um, I took the bus. I took the Greyhound. Nice. So, <laughs> three, three, three days. Three days ride. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, buddy. Unreal. And yeah. so, the, the, the Greyhound, right? Right to Fort McMurray? Yeah, right to Fort Mac. So I had never left Toronto. So yeah. I went to, I guess, Saskatchewan, yeah. uh, Manitoba, and all these places. Ended up in Alberta, Edmonton, stuff, and then uh, ended up in Fort Mac. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so, When you got to Fort Mac, you had something planned already? You did talk to someone there and they had something ready for you? Um, no. So no. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you really like uh, challenges, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes and no. Uh, I kind of left. I said, you know what? Uh, I came all the way from Africa. Didn't know anybody, right? Yeah. So I made it in a certain way. I learned the language at the time. I spoke a little bit of English. I said, you know what? Uh, you know, me going now, I'm still within Canada. So me going yeah. to uh, a different province, I guess, or a different place, it's not going to be as hard as when I first came in. 
So yeah. that's the mindset that I had, right? At the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> How so was it? it. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, it was a little bit hard in the beginning, but not, again, oh. not as hard, right? Okay, 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 okay. Not as hard as, uh, and it's the same concept again. I ended up back in a shelter again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot of people does in Fort McMurray when they first get there. Right. Leave that much. So I ended up back in the shelter, and uh, yeah, and then again went from there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. You know what? And you're going to probably be agreed with me on this. When you get in Fort McMurray, people have that mindset, probably like you had, that you're going to get there, you're going to get a job right away, everything is fucking no problem. But the thing people don't know is when you get there, you need more than a job. You, you, you need to get your paper done, your safety paper or whatever. I don't know what you went and did, but probably you needed some, some training and some, you know, it's not that easy. You know, eventually you get a job. But you were probably a few few days there, not knowing what the hell you're gonna do there. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, that, that's that's what it was. Um, when I got there, I went and uh, I guess the first job that I got it was probably two weeks after I mm-hmm. got there. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a security. I was a security guard at the casino. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, me being there. Uh, I just started working, you know, night shift. I was doing night shift, uh, 12-hour shift. And then I ended up uh, meeting a lady over there that told me, hey, man, um, this is the first time I see you here. I come here all the time. Um, why are you doing this job? You can get better than this. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. And then that's when she told me, oh, you need this ticket, this safety ticket, this one, that one. And that's how I ended up going in after that. Right. Oh, nice, nice. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, jobs like hotel, casinos, and all that. Uh, it's not a bad job, but when you're in Fort McMurray, ultimately you're looking for the better job, like the oil field related jobs and all that. So you, you, exactly. so you did you did work in the oil field for a while there? Uh, I did actually. So I ended up uh, going. The first job that I got there was the janitor job. I was cleaning trailers. Yeah. And then on my lunch break, I bring my resume to the big companies like that. Nice, nice, smart, smart. Like the big bosses, right? And then... Just slip your card there. There's my name if you need someone. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's good. And then I ended up uh, getting into the trades. And then I did uh, my uh, apprenticeship. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing, man. And what were you doing, like a border maker or something like that? Or? Um, I was doing scaffolding. So oh, industrial, yes. Yeah, industrial scaffolder. Great job over there. Great job. And, and so, so okay, let, let, let's start from the beginning. So you leave your country, you go to Toronto, you have no idea what you're going to do. You got $15 in your pocket. Five years later, you speak the language and you decide to redo this again. Now in Fort McMurray, end up in the shelter again, went right from the bottom of the, of the ladder. And now at this point, you had a trade, yeah, scaffolding for the people that doesn't know uh, from uh, East Coast and all that. It's actually a freaking amazing job. Like the guys there, they make like really good money. You, you were probably, you probably did a good share of money there. 
doing scaffolding. Uh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so now that bring us to Spruce Grove, Alberta. Oh. And uh, just, just so people knows, uh, Al owns a, a store they call uh, Legit Kicks. Uh, what a beautiful store you got there, buddy! And I can I can really tell that you choose every piece of clothing and shoes and everything because everything is just really nice and it's not stuff that we see everywhere. So it's really, uh, really I appreciate that. It's uh, it's amazing. So. What brought you to the fashion, urban fashion industry? You just switch? <laughs> uh, I kind of, yeah, I kind of switch. So after being in a trade for probably a, uh, probably 10 years or yeah. so. A good yeah, decade. Yeah. yeah. Um, everything was, I guess, started to go down. They started cutting the wage down, cutting yeah, the yeah. number of times, cutting different things, right? So I said to myself, so you know what? Let me switch up. And because uh, I always wanted to do something like this, but I didn't know how to start, where to start, what to do, yeah. you know. So I said, you know what, let me take a chance again. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a good chance. Yeah, that's yeah, especially with the economy starting a clothing store. You, you're really ballsy. <laughs> exactly. So I said, let me take a chance again and uh, invest in myself and open up something. And if Anything, if it goes bad, at least I, I'm still, you know, I'm still a journeyman. So I can still go back to the trade, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of the mindset at the time, too. Yeah. Well, you're never going to lose the, the trade you got. You got it. That's yours. So nobody can take that from you and you can always go back to work. Uh, it's just the economy in Alberta is so up and down. And uh, when, when I went to the event, uh, I've been in Spruce Grove for a bit now. And I never, I didn't even know you were there, like your store. And when I enter your store, I was like, fuck, we have that here? Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Because usually we have to go like, whether downtown or to the mall or whatever. Like the only thing we have in Edmonton, the mall, of course. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I realized we have that beautiful store there. And, and I was really impressed uh, with the way it is. And after that, on top of it, I, I, I learned a little bit uh, through the people, like, you know, who you are and all that. And, and, and I thought that was such an interesting thing. How, how's, how's business so far? Like, cause I know we went through, uh, uh, all the COVID and all that, uh, that must be really difficult for a business owner like you. Yeah, no, most definitely. It was a challenge. It's still a challenge, but, uh, again, uh, yeah. we can't, we, we can't stop. Right. So, uh, exactly. But, uh, yeah, as far as uh, everything, everything is good, you know. Um, you know, just try to take it one day at a time. Yeah. Keep moving forward, right? It, you, you know what? And unfortunately, because that freaking virus, uh, a lot of people wasn't prepared. Well, I think most people wasn't prepared. And, yeah. and there's a lot of business you probably saw around, you know, a lot of business in town, uh, unfortunately, had to shut their door. And yeah. you got legit kicks there that's just standing up and doing well so i mean that that's a good thing and i also uh, look at your uh, instagram there al and uh, it's nice because you always keep people posted you do some nice video I, I really like the the promotion video you did there that's that's Thank really you. nice <laughs> and are you the one you're the one that does all the camera and everything eh i'm the one doing everything wearing all the hats yeah, yeah, you got because uh, you you got. 
I noticed you got a really good uh, setup with the camera and all that. And he took a picture of me uh, actually. Uh, that was like two weeks ago and somebody tagged me and said, Hey, did you look at the picture on the website and all that on, on Instagram? I said, Oh no, I didn't even notice. And so I took the pic, I, I stole the picture from you and oh, I kept it. Cause it, that was, that was such a good picture. And you took like 20 seconds, you know, you did the picture. I didn't think any of it. And that was actually a really, really, really great picture. Maybe that should be something you should think about, like starting a, a photo uh, studio or something behind Legit Kicks or <laughs> 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 that, that could be definitely a project. <laughs> project yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you're talented. You got some really, uh, really, really nice uh, promo video there. You know, Al, it, it's nice to see um, people like you, uh, that come here, that knows anyone, leave their family behind to chase their dreams and all that. And obviously you work really hard to get where you get because you don't start a business just like that. You need to put some effort and you you, got to be smart also about it. And uh, it's really good to see like people like you that succeed uh, this way that started. You know, when people said, oh, I had 20 bucks in my pocket and I I built that empire or whatever. You're really the case. You you can't even say that. You had $15 in your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have, you, you don't even have the luxury to say that you had 20 in your pocket <laughs> but uh no it, it's really amazing like it's uh, it's a great achievement are you in contact with your family still do you talk to them on a regular basis uh, back in the- oh yes yeah. uh, yeah. so i have my uh, i have my older sister here uh mm-hmm. here now uh, well, she's in here now um and my dad is still back home mm-hmm. and my mom passed away so that's okay, kind okay. of uh yeah. So, sorry for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you got and is you you got more siblings or you 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 got a sister and that's it. Well, sister, that's it. That's okay. So it's a small family. Right. Okay. Okay. That that's good. That's good. I I wish I, I'm uh, I'm the unique kid. I I don't have any brother or sister. So that's kind of nice. I didn't have to share anything with no one. Share anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that that's really nice. As your sister came with you or she came after oh no she came after she came after oh okay 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 so that's nice yeah, she came after. It, it's a it's a process eh? in canada it's still a it's still a process to bring someone here i believe eh? it is it is it's a comp- well complicated process yeah uh, and time time consuming i guess too uh, time, time and money sometimes like time and money yeah because uh, I, I know, uh, and that's the problem with the, the immigration, I think, in Canada, because um, I know a lot of people uh, from Philippines. Um, my, my, my kids are half, eh? they're half Filipino. Okay. Uh, we, we help a lot of people to, to come in Canada. They were same, same as you. They, they, were, they wanted to, to come on the land of opportunity and, you know, mm-hmm. build a new life or whatever. And uh, it seemed like, there's other people that have agency and I'm not going to name anyone or point at anybody, but we went through that. There's some agency of other people from outside of the country that will take advantage of their own people. They will charge them like $5,000, $10,000 to process their paper. So I don't know if, if you needed to do this. Did, did you went through this too? or? Uh, I kind of did. I kind of did because uh, I guess... 
even though it's the same process if you had to oh for me coming here or for my family well when you brought your sister did did you have through yes. an, an agency that charged yes. you money yes we had to go we had to go through an agency and uh mm. like 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 you said you know they take a fee plus the government of canada's fees and then yeah. it's time consuming and oh, yeah. um they, they want more fees because oh okay this this is good now now you need to pay more and pay more but you know um i guess yeah that's it's, it's a it's a it's a ripoff if you want my opinion i think i think it shouldn't be any fees for someone to process paper and and those people because i know there's some agency and there's, there's people that actually take advantage of those people and and these guys should be in jail because yeah it, it's hard enough right when you, you come in a place like this and on top of it, you know, someone just step on your head and try to take everything from you, you know, so, but anyway, yeah, so that's good. She's here now. That's the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> so she's been, she's been here for a while now, eh? Yeah. She's been here for a while now. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. So everybody needs to go on Instagram and, and check that out, uh, that website, Legit Kicks. Uh, is it something you you plan on expanding eventually? Do you have any uh, project of you know expansion? Maybe one in Calgary, and I don't know. Is it something uh, that you? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, the plan was uh, 2020. I guess going in 2020. At uh, well, uh, 2019, the plan for 2020 was to open up a second uh, location here in uh, mm -hmm. Edmonton. And then uh, with COVID and all that stuff, so we kind of put that <laughs> put that yeah. on the back uh, on the back burner. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So moving forward, I think you know we we're still going to try to open up uh, a second one. Yeah. And then um, and then yeah, and then go from there. That's well, kind of, uh, I, I think it's a good idea. I think your concept is amazing, and. Um, in terms of 220, it's a shitty year, but the good news is things getting better and people are more careful, you know, they wear masks and all that. So that's going to allow people like you to be able to expand their wings and do what they were supposed to do. So to do exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. And and having, having stuff also having your clothes in and all that, is it, is it, is it a problem? Cause I know some people had problem to get their stuff in. Is it, is it still a problem maybe? Uh, yes, it's been a challenge, uh, especially yeah. because in the, I guess the the clothing clothing footwear and apparel uh, business, I guess everything is pre-ordered. So we pre-order six, seven, eight months ahead oh. of of the season. Okay, for, and that's for every season, right? So you're mm -hmm. talking about spring, summer, and uh, fall, winter. Mm -hmm. uh, now with everything being pre-ordered, uh, say. Um, Spring summer 20 was pre-ordered in November 2019. Okay. October November 2019. Oh wow. Uh, most lots of brands canceled uh, a bunch of orders um, because of COVID, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. so us now because nobody I guess knew how it was going to go down. Yeah. Um, so now in I guess. May, June, July, there, there was no product. Product that was supposed to be delivered. Some of them were canceled. Some of them weren't canceled. Oh, they, my God. They had issue with, um, I guess, warehouses, you know, cutbacks and, and different things like that. So, disaster. Yeah, that was, uh, that was kind of, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the, the challenge. 
oh that, that that's nothing easy in there like and, and you're gonna end up with like your your fall collection next summer <laughs> kind of thing like, exactly exactly <laughs> so then some of the summer stuff start coming in around august oh so nice like, okay well summer's done right <laughs> so <laughs> So, oh, that's uh, nice. I'll come. I'll come at your sales. Uh, you're gonna have sales probably for <laughs> for your summer yes, stuff. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, it's one thing I wanted to uh, to, uh, to talk with you to, uh, and I notice uh, when you go to Al's store, uh, you get towards the, the end of the store, at the in the back of the store, and I noticed that you had a section there, and uh, you're really supportive also of the BLM movement. Uh, the Black Lives Matters because yes. uh, you, you got those t-shirts and all that. So how, how's everything? I mean, it's such a touch, touchy subject and, and the, the, the perception of people on Black Lives Matter uh, changed drastically after all the big uh, events that happened in the States where now it's violence and all that. When at first Black Lives Matter was absolutely... But there, there are against violence, actually. Uh, and if people look at the videos, when, when you look at Black Lives Matter, you're going to see the real ones stopping the other guys from breaking stores and from doing right. violence. But unfortunately, people have hard time to balance this and they, they, they put everybody in the same basket. And now all of a sudden, uh, people have the misconception of what the BLM movement is. is. So from your perception, do you, um, is it something, is it a subject sometime that someone would bring to you in a way that, you know, why are you selling those things? These guys are theorists or, you know, is it, is it something that happened to you related um, to this? Uh, no, not, not, not really. Uh, no? The t-shirt that we had here specifically were, um, made, um, I guess, proceeds, 50% of those proceeds were going towards charity. So okay, okay, I, okay. I think I was, I wasn't just selling the t-shirt just to profit off of, uh, no, 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 off no. of, uh, off of, uh, the movement, but, um, um, people that came in, they bought the t-shirt just to support yeah. the movement, but also knowing that their dollar was going towards a black movement, uh, a charity mm. a fund. Right, so that was kind of uh, the concept behind uh, behind that. Yeah. Um, that, no, that's really good. Absolutely, and and you you, you didn't have anybody because and the reason why I'm asking that is I'm on I'm on Twitter uh, quite a bit, you know, uh, le less now, less now because it's really heavy now. It's hard to, you know, <laughs> well, you, you know, what I mean, with, with the election coming and all that. I try not to get into the politics and all that, but uh, that was something. Sometimes I would see people posting videos of uh, whether black individual breaking a window and doing some bad things. And they would say, oh, there you go. That's Black Lives Matter. Matter. And, and to me, it, it's like, no, 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 no. Because no. I'll show you videos of actually the real Black Lives Matter and they're there and they're stopping those people. So right. it, it's, such, it's such a weird, dark world right now in terms of how people try to, to project 
stuff on whether if it's not Black Lives Matter, it's going to be uh, the people that wear masks or not wearing masks or yeah. uh, Trump lover or not Trump lover. Or it's like a freaking pandemonium of bad news all around. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I think with every kind of situations like that, there's always people trying to, I guess, uh, bring the attention somewhere else mm-hmm. as opposed to. What what the problem the actual problem is, right? Yeah, that's so, that's right. I, I, yeah, I think that's what uh, I think that's what that is. You, so your input on this, uh, and and I don't want to uh, stretch too long on this, but uh, something that really uh, shocked me, and and you're right when you say that people will not see really uh, what the problem is. They they just kind of overlook the problem. And why I'm saying that is with uh, Floyd, George Floyd, what happened? Obviously, to me, there's no question. And, and they, they got judged for that. That was a murder. That was wrong. And the action of doing this is the wrong thing to do. Whether the person would have been uh, an Asian person or a white person or whatever, I think the action is wrong. And unfortunately, in the States, there is some tension uh, still with, 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 with black people. And so, but sometimes you would see people posting stuff like, well, it doesn't matter because George Floyd uh, had like a criminal record, like he's a criminal. And that's like, oh, (laughs) no, no, no. You know, it's not the point here. (laughs) That's not like what he did before, who is, is he a criminal or not? No, it's, don't. Do this. It's wrong. I, I think. I think. I think these people need uh, uh, some training or something because that that is not that is not right. So no. yeah. But anyway, that that was something that I noticed when I went to your store that your support for the BLM movement, and I, I thought that was really that was really nice because I I don't think I've seen anywhere else where they were actually supporting this. So uh, Thank you. yeah, yeah. No, no. That's really well. I. I you're a guy that seemed really involved in in stuff like that. Like when there's charities or whatever, you seem to be like, okay, hey, you know what? Let's let's do something. And I think it's your background. Is it, isn't it your yeah, background think, maybe that that make you kind of wanted to be involved? Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, you have. I think and I believe that you have to give back and never forget mm-hmm. where you come from. Right. Um, this is something that uh, this is something that we like that, that I did uh, that I was a part of um, on uh, like in the light. Right. But yeah. uh, say sometimes I go and volunteer at the Hope Mission in uh, nice, nice in downtown. Cook the meals for the homeless is, um, in uh, what you call this uh, Easter Easter meal. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really post that stuff because I feel like not everybody needs needs to know. I guess. Um, it's nice. Like it's that. nice of you doing stuff like that, though. Right? Because I've been there and I really, really know what it's like. And it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think I was fortunate enough to kind of get out. Yeah. Um, out of that whole... Well, I wouldn't right? say fortunate. I would say you work hard to get out of there. <laughs> I, I don't think it, that was just a scratch and win. You scratch whether I win or I lose. I think you, you probably work your way up. Uh, out exactly. the, the hard way, right? It's fortunately, yes, you did, but I mean, it's not by any chance you you actually made your 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 luck yourself, right? 
So that so that's right. good. But uh, and the fact that you don't want to post uh, this is it because you don't want to take advantage like. So it's not associated as oh he does that just for his business or nah, nah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah it's a, something you want to do because you personally truly believe wanna in do it. it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, no. That that that's really nice of you, Al. I, I it's all in your honor, man. Like it's it's awesome. Thank you. And I can't wait to see a, a second store. And I, I want to tell you something actually. I, I met a young guy the other day. Yes, he was. Uh, I was with my uh, with my girlfriend, and we were walking uh, our dogs in the park. And uh, there was few uh, few teenagers. They're like, "Oh, nice dog!" and blah blah blah. And it happened that the hat that I bought from your store, the Legit Kicks right. hat, they're 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 freaking beautiful. I I wear it once when I got out of your store, and the second time that was when I went out with my dog that day. And one of the teenagers there, he seemed like. Not like a, a rich kid, teenager, <clears throat> let's just say. Like, he, you know, you, you can tell they're a little bit, you know, not that fortunate, right? And uh, and the, the first thing he said, he looked at my hat, he's like, oh, man, such a nice hat. Where did you get that? I said, oh, it, it legit kicks. It's right up, you know, up the street there and blah, blah. I give him the direction. Right. He's like, oh, yeah, they're super, super nice, but they must be expensive and all that. I said, well... Not, not really, but do, do you really like it? And he said yes, and all that. So I give it to him. I give it my, I oh, give him my, I, I give, I give him my hat. <laughs> that was brand new. I said, hey, buddy, should, brand new. Do you want it? He's like, no way. And it was like all happy. So, so I give him the I'll hat. Give you another one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll buy another one. I said, when, no, when, no, when no. you got the new one, you, you, you gotta, you gotta give it to me. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's really amazing. Nice. Actually, that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I give it to the guy. That was a. He's probably like 14, 15 years old. Like great kid they were there with their skateboard and he, he really he was like wow man that hat's so nice so i, I said buddy oh, it's brand new just take it there was still the sticker on it and <laughs> so right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah so I, I just wanted to tell you so if you see a kid with my hat running around <laughs> it's normal <laughs> <laughs> so so i just want to say al thank you very much uh, i really wanted to do that uh, that quick interview with you just to show people that you know to give a little bit of inspiration to to other guys because it's a rough time right now and a lot of people are like oh my life is over da, 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 da. and then right. you got people like you that went through <laughs> like a big storm in his life let's just say in terms of you know arriving in a new place and all that and building a business and you know so i thought that would be a great uh, inspirational uh, interview to do and and as i said usually uh I, we do those kind of things too, and I, I really appreciate that. But I like to offer that to my listener to like some stories like this. I think it's a really interesting stories, and and the, the people from Alberta because I got a lot of li uh, listener from Edmonton. You guys need to go visit Legit Kicks. It's a great store, and there's going to be a second one in Edmonton soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we got to have some dates soon for you guys. But you guys have to go on Instagram, beautiful Instagram. He's always posting and keeping people uh, aware of what he's got and all that. And beautiful people, beautiful fashion. I, I, I like it. I like urban clothes and all that. So that's, to that's totally in my line. So Al, you want to say anything to your uh, future customer? <laughs> um. Well, thank you. Thank, th thanks for listening, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, you can check out uh, legitkicks.ca on Instagram, Facebook, and on the web, uh, 
e g i t k i c k s dot c a and uh yeah hope hopefully you uh you like the product and uh yeah oh they will they will absolutely and if you're really nice to al and you give him a big smile and all that sometimes he can be really really generous <laughs> he's got some he's got some amazing sticker ask him you guys have to ask him for his stickers i got some on my bike and all that so yeah that's perfect <laughs> al thank you very much And hey, thank you, Carl. I'll talk to you soon. I'm going to come visit you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>